Welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast, a place where eating doesn't get in the way of living. We use science and psychology to move past the challenges you face while healing your relationship to food. I'm your host, Erica Drury, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. For the past 10 years, I've been helping people like you find a happy medium of flow and balance with eating. If solving these issues were easy, you would have figured it out already. Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Hey there, welcome back to the Align Nutrition Podcast. We are in December, we're gearing up for the end of this year. And I wanted to talk to you today about six essential skills in healing your relationship to food. I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there about intuitive eating and healing your relationship to food, getting away from disordered eating, recovering from an eating disorder. I think the way that things tend to be presented are that you just eat whatever you want. That's one of the biggest misconceptions. And the reality is, is that there is so many steps to this process. There's so many tactical and strategic things that happen behind the scenes. And I think a lot of times when we're trying to DIY it or just following along what's on social media, we miss the nuance, we miss the skills, we miss the things that are going on to get you to that inspirational place. So know that it's not a free-for-all and that you just eat whatever you want, but there is a lot of steps and strategies behind it. And we're going to talk about some of those today. Another misconception that I see is this kind of idea, I call it walking into the food healing rainbow. Like we just think that after you eat what you want, you crave the perfect amount of food and you listen to your hunger perfectly and you want the perfect ratio of vegetables and cookies and you live happily ever after. And I think that there's so much, you know, positive, there's so many gifts, there's so many things that you get to enjoy things that are liberating and freeing. But there's also this kind of like day to day where you're still in reality and you're not having a lot of the same worries that you did before, but it's not this like destination that you arrive where everything is just as perfect as you can imagine. So it really is still a process that you continue for the rest of your life. You just get better at it. It becomes more natural and you have skills and ideas to work through them and you understand where you are in it, which again, we'll talk more about today. The last misconception that I want to talk about that I see so widely spread before we launch into some of these skills is this idea that it's just about the food or that it's not about the food. It's really very black and white to think of it in that way. And the truth is that there's a lot of mental aspect. There's a lot to the mental side of this, right? And so there is a lot of like learning about your emotions, tolerating them, understanding yourself, checking in, understanding your body, understanding your body's needs. And so there's this whole mindset piece that you're working through. So we know it's not just about the food, but it's also not at all about the food. And so that's where you're kind of looking at what is your biological experience with eating? What have you heard about food? What are the rules you have about food? There's a lot of this like kind of other side that, you know, a lot of the food and what we may be eating can also be impacting our psychological experience with that. And we'll talk a a little bit more, but it's not 
just about the food and it's not not at all about the food, that there's a lot of connection and overlap between the two. So what is it? What is it about? Let's get to the skills. So first I'm going to list them and then I'll talk about them. I want to share my background with you. These are skills that I've developed and I am a dietitian that is certified in eating disorders. I'm trained in working with eating disorders. It's a specialty certification. It takes years to achieve. It's above and beyond just being a dietitian. You have supervision, you have extensive advanced education, and you must maintain it. You have to stay current, right? So I really, really understand eating disorders deeply, and I love working with people suffering from them. And for a lot of people, I'm also certified in intuitive eating. And so there's this whole kind of range. If I could draw a picture for you on one end of this range is someone who is in the throes of a clinically defined eating disorder. And then on the other end of the range is intuitive eater. And so everyone kind of like lives in the middle somewhere, disordered eater, chronic dieter, someone coming out of an eating disorder, someone working through recovery, somebody kind of finessing their relationship to food, getting away from diets, a lot of restrictive eating patterns. So there's all these like different levels. And for most of us, not all of us, intuitive eating is kind of the goal. It's kind of the end point. And so, you know, what do we do to get there? And some of it's understanding where you're at on that spectrum. But for most of us, it's kind of looking at like, what is the roadmap? What are, what are these set of skills that I'm working on for a process that has so many layers and nuance? You know, like I said, there's a psychological component. There's a biological component. At the nutrition side of the house, the dietitian side of the house, there are some strategies, there are some tactics, there are some skills that you need to demonstrate and you need to learn in this process. And so our process is a little bit more defined. And as I share these with you, I don't want you to feel like it's a perfect set of steps that you move through, but I developed these, you know, in working with clients over the years. And then now I've turned them into the Realign community where I work with people in a group setting, in a community setting, which is so cool. And so the way I want you to hear these is that they're different foundational skills, like almost if you were working on being a really good soccer player, you know, you would need to have metabolic conditioning through running and training cardiovascularly. You would need to understand how to dribble or certain skill sets. (laughs) I'm not a soccer player. I don't know why I'm using this example. This is cracking me up. You know, you would have all these different basic skills that would help you foundationally be a good player. And so I think about that in terms of these foundational skills in healing your relationship to food. So the first thing, and and a lot of times we start with, oh, I've got to address the diet mentality and culture and things like that and get out of this headspace. And it's so true. You absolutely do. I also find really, though, kind of looking at learning about your body and understanding the biological roots of that. So if you're not eating enough, why that leads you to being preoccupied with food or why that led you to intense hunger or cravings or a reduced willpower, however you're thinking of it, and how important it is to understand about your metabolism, learn about what a meal is, what a snack is, and what macronutrients make up our bodies and our diets. And what does timing have to do with it? What does variations day-to-day have to do? And really looking into that science. Because a lot of times if we're, for example, maybe not eating enough at breakfast, but we think that we are, and we can't stop eating later in the afternoon, and we don't understand why, and we're beating ourselves up when we're stuck in the psychological cycle, some of restoring trust and confidence is eating a breakfast that is sustainable to us. 
And it's not our fault. Like we learn that a half of a grapefruit is a breakfast or that a banana is a breakfast. And so we don't learn what it is, or we learn that we should skip it because we should be fasting or whatever. So we're really just kind of getting back into learning about our body from a very scientific biological standpoint. So first foundational skill. The next one is looking at food rules and obsession. And how do you start to look at some of these beliefs, some of these rules that we have about food? So rules that we've picked up along the way, whether it's from an eating disorder, diet culture, or diets that you've been on, or the fat loss coach you worked with last year. Where are these rules coming from? Can't eat after 7 p.m., always skip breakfast, always do cardio fasted, do low carb, one serving of carb a day. You know, all these things that we just pick up, they're crazy, they're everywhere. And so you really need to, at this point, once you're learning about your body, start to challenge these rules because you can't eat in a normal way, in a non-disordered way without starting to challenge some of these rules because following them is the very thing that keeps us stuck. So that is our second foundational skill. This is also what helps us get out of the binge cycle, the overeating cycle, emotional eating. We're really starting to get an understanding of what we're saying to ourselves about food and what to do about it. And the next thing we need to do is understand how to meal plan. And I don't mean anything like a meal prep where you're eating microwave asparagus on day five on Thursday, or that you are trying to eat boiled chicken every single day of the week in a perfectly portioned container. That may not be you. In learning about healing your relationship to food, there is a, an idea of spontaneity and learning to eat more what sounds good to you and understanding what sounds good to you when you're eating in a way that's fed. But we still don't want to be every single meal and snack, opening the fridge and trying to decide what we can throw together for a meal because that can be stressful as well. So how do you give thought to what you're eating? How do you logistically consider what it is that you need? We do this in Realign Community. We have a Pinterest board. We have meal and snack ideas. We have strategies to flexibly meal plan. It's really cool. So foundational skill number three, understanding how to meal plan. So we've kind of covered understanding your energy needs. What does a meal and snack look like? Let's get in touch with like real food and what our body needs. The second skill, let's start challenging some of these food rules that are keeping you in really disordered patterns. And then the third is looking at meal planning. So now we have a rhythm. We have a process here. Then we can start moving into what is hunger and fullness? What is satisfaction? What does all this mean? You're starting to get reconnected. We've removed some of the barriers, right? It's this dynamic process of removing barriers, which is our beliefs, our thoughts, our stressors, our mind, and then getting connected to our bodies. So we've taken that part and now we can start understanding what does hunger feel like to you? What does fullness feel like to you? Do you understand what satisfaction means from a biological standpoint, from a mental standpoint? That's so important in this step and we start to really hone into it here. And you can do this part in a way that makes sense because you're not reacting to primal hunger or chaotic eating patterns because we've already taken that out in step one. Then once we go from here, we're starting to get to know our bodies. It's really exciting. It feels really good. And then we're getting more into mindfulness. We're continuing to lean into self-care, emotions. This is where a lot of intuitive eating stuff comes in, staying present with ourselves, observing thoughts, really getting in touch with what our body needs. This is where we can start to work on like variation day to day, understanding what's going on if we like planned a snack and then we had a meeting and then at you know, 4 p.m. we can say, oh my gosh, I was really hungry because I usually have a snack and I didn't have that snack. We have that external, we've learned about our bodies, but we're also connecting to our internal experience. So you really start to gain confidence here in step five. 
I guess I shouldn't be calling it steps, foundational skill five, because you end up kind of bouncing around between them, right? Like you're using them, you kind of move through them in a series of phases, but then you kind of go deeper into them as you go. And then we move into, so after we've covered all the mindfulness, the intuitive eating starting to come in, we've taken care of our bodies, the logistics, we're starting to challenge these food rules as an ongoing process. Then we're like, okay, what about exercise? What about body image? What about weight? That's when you feel better because you're eating more regularly and you're starting to feel good and you're challenging some food rules. You've had some wins. You're starting to get reconnected to your body. You're understanding what you're feeling. You're understanding what you need. And then you're like, oh, what about my weight? Oh my gosh, what does this mean? Oh, body image. Oh, what do I do on these days? I'm taking this hit, you know? It's a really hard day. And so that's where we kind of learn more about weights. We learn more about behaviors. We learn more about how exercise impacts our food rules, how movement messes with us in terms of what we eat or what we don't eat or that kind of all or nothing where we're ready to tackle that because we've already built a bit of a foundation around eating. So now we're able to extrapolate exercise. We have energy for exercise. So exercise feels different when you're eating and you've already been fed. You're not exercising on empty. So it's super cool. And you already have the skills with food to be able to approach exercise like you have with food. So super, super cool stuff. And so these are really looking at this outline of my process, learning about your body, challenging food rules and obsession, addressing that binge overeat cycle, getting the logistics of meal planning, reducing that chaotic nature, starting to think about food, understanding food, cooking foods that you like, foods that are easy, foods that you enjoy, then moving into hunger, fullness, satisfaction. How does this impact you? Then going deeper and understanding your body and your body's cues and this variations day to day. Then lastly, we move into body image, exercise, and weight. And here you are. You have really moved through these series, series of steps, these series of skills that you keep kind of returning back to, but they end up being checkpoints for you. How am I doing? What's off? Oh, I didn't go to the grocery last week and I didn't have any meals. And so that's why I ate, you know, half of a bag of chips after dinner because lunch really wasn't that great. You know, I didn't have really have enough because I understand my energy needs or, ooh, you know what? I wasn't connected the other day. So I was really tired and I was really upset and I just kind of kept eating or I wasn't eating and I don't know why. You just have these places that you can return to. And so I really, really hope this helps you to know where you're at in this process. Know that a series of steps and strategies exist. You won't hear this anywhere else. This is something I've developed again over the years with my clients and now with my community. And if you ever want more help with this, if you ever feel like you're just wading through the inspirational part of recovery and you're just piecemealing a bunch of information together, know that there is a way. Know that there is a strategy. Know there is a path. And I am happy to work with you, be your guide, be your cheerleader, be your connector, facilitator of community. There are other people right with you doing this work and they feel the same way you do. So at any time, definitely join us. Check out the link in my bio on Instagram at Align Nutrition. DM me, ask me questions if I can ever help you and answer anything that you may wonder about Realign Community and working with me. I would love to go deeper into this process with you and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day and I will talk to you next time. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. 
A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.